feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Welcome in everybody to another Dreamisode bonus episode. episode. <laughs> We're I think every time Trav stumbles on that because it is like an awkward. It's like a Dreamisode episode. He's like said Dreamisode episode bonus so episode. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we continue this with our guest Travis Mydell, who's going to be joining us for this for this dream. Hello, and he. Uh, he was super stoked for this part of it, especially because, I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? Yeah, when you guys were like, <laughs> we want to talk about Batman, I was like, okay, cool. But then we're going to do a dream, because I want to do a dream. Now, the funny part is, is when this, this is, is going to be released. like a month later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. so to, to us, it's literally been a Several few minutes, minutes since we stopped <laughs> recording the last episode, but... This dream episode will not air for like a month. <laughs> so it'll make me feel like I'm a reoccurring guest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, he's back. Hey, he's back around. It's been a while since we've heard this him. This is like the same I'm thing with Steve's shirt. Steve was here. You like recorded the regular episode, and then it wasn't until a month later that I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're on the uh, dream episode. And he's like, oh, fine. that's just coming out? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. We got to go through testing. We got to have like those. You know, what do they call them? We got to add sounds, sound effects. I was just going to say oh. those audiences that listen to it first so that you can like a focus group. A focus uh, group. Yep. We use those guys. <laughs> so, got to do a focus group. We got to make sure that it's good enough for air. Like, how did it make you feel when Travis stumbled over the intro? <laughs> good. <laughs> All right. We'll keep it. All right. We like that then. Yeah. Travis stumbles over the intro every single time. It made so. me feel kind of fuzzy when he started talking, but it was a good fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just in case this is your first time listening in on these, uh, Danny dreams and he writes them down, then we read them. And then we make fun of him because of it. So now they're, they're usually – I think you've only had like two dreams that actually kind of seemed like they were fairly similar. And that was – Pandemic, or pandemic, pandemic, and <laughs> volcanic violins. Volcanic, <laughs> volcanic violins. Isn't all volcanic <laughs> violins in a way? No, not violence. Violins. Oh, volcanic violins. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to that one. You haven't because it, it hasn't released yet. Uh, As, at the time of like, this recording, it has not released. It'll yet. release like in three weeks from the time we're recording this but if you're listening to this you've already, already listened out. to it <laughs> or you can go back one episode you remember that great episode <laughs> volcanic violins <laughs> the way that we started recording these we've just definitely put ourselves in just a weird situation when well, we have where to talk we about record the them and then we release them a month later but anyway um at this point i do not know what the dream is haven't looked at it it does have a little heft to it but uh I think they all do nowadays. Like none of them are like two pages long. So um, I don't know what it's called. Don't know anything about it until I flip it over and uh, which we will do right now. <gasps> 
And this one, so this is Dreamisode episode 19. Yep. And it is called, It's a Long Road to Points and Prizes. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. See, no exclamation point. No, but you use the three dots. And ellipses. And what do you feel that means? (laughs) It means... What's there, coming there's next? More, there's more to come. <laughs> okay, here we go. And for anyone like Trav, it's not like he struggles reading numbers. It's just that for whatever reason, I started doing them in Roman numerals. And so now that we're getting... Wait, you're doing that in Roman... <laughs> Danny, don't do that. <laughs> and he calls him, just so you know, like we've just decided to stop calling him what he actually calls him. He calls him Dream Shorts Series, <laughs> which to me, like... We talked about this on another episode, but I just need some validation here. <laughs> to me, a series is more than one. Mm-hmm. So this particular one is series 19. <laughs> well, yeah. You could do like an anthology where each one's different, like Black Mirror or something. Yeah. but I, know. Dream I agree. I, I started off weird and just kept it going. So yeah, I really don't continues. think you should do Roman numerals, though. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not writing this in cursive. Just a bunch of dead languages. <laughs> All right, here we go. 20 will be easy. It'll just be XX. I can't wait for 30. It's going to be raunchy. (laughs) XX. Triple X dream episode. All right. A group of my coworkers and I are all hanging out around the office, finishing up whatever tasks we wanted to have done by the end of the day. When an announcement came down the chain from corporate, They would like to send a bunch of us to a work conference in Anaheim, California. Didn't this actually just happen? (laughs) I did go to work. You did just go to a work. work. Was it Anaheim? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So this is like real life so far. (laughs) Except for I had this dream before I went. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you can't say it's a premonition because you. I think you probably knew you were going to Anaheim. You've known for a long – you had Did known I? for a long time. Maybe. Maybe that's He also likes it. to think that he has premonitions. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that in some of the other ones. In the, past. So, <laughs> the company will be putting us up in a new hotel that Disney had just built located close to the Disney park. This hotel is where the conference will be held. But we are free to do what we want around the city of Anaheim while we are not attending seminars within the conference. Excited about this opportunity – I volunteer for the responsibility to get everyone's hotel reservations for them at the new Disney property. Well, good for you, Daniel. <laughs> so nice of you. That's just how I roll. Like, <laughs> I like to make people's lives better. It's like, and um, who is going to be responsible to get everyone's reservations? And Dan's hands goes, goes he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It was probably <laughs> me. Like, you know what? Before, can we stop for one second? I'll take it upon myself <laughs> to get the reservations for everybody at the resort. <laughs> and everyone's like, geez, Louise. Here okay, okay. Goes here he goes again. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be the hero. The brown nose are over here. <laughs> <laughs> the whole endeavor goes fairly smoothly at first, but eventually I run into an issue trying to input the last name of one of my coworkers into the online reservation system. Partially out of frustration and partially out of curiosity, I type in Fleur de Lis as the last name and click submit. Wait, how is that a curious thing? <laughs> Curiously, Danny sat there and thought, what weird word could I type in here as the last name? 
pretty much. Fleur, Fleur de Lis. Because I was, whatever the, like her last name was, was like Smith. Ding. It wouldn't work. Smith. No. I'm like, Smith. I'm like, no. I'm like, Fleur de Lis. Like, bling. Like, oh. <laughs> Apparently, that's what and, I had to do. And that's the name that you came up with that <laughs> you were just curious. Like, well, Smith's not working. I wonder if Fleur de Lis. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You couldn't think of any other like normal like Johnson. He's like eating a breakfast croissant, and he's feeling very French that morning. <laughs> but it was Fleur de Lis. Like, huh, this croissant, Fleur de Lis. I just in real life, yeah, probably I would have tried something else, but <laughs> like Fleur de Lis. <laughs> well, Trav's always trying to put in stuff like Johnson. He said, "I'm just saying, why." <laughs> <laughs> Why Fleur de Lis? Like where did where where did you hear that? I'm Jay. He's like Trav's always trying to use Johnson. Like, he took that example a minute ago. <laughs> Tries to turn the tables on you with your common last name. It's a regular last name. Fleur de Lis is not even. Is it even a last name? Isn't it like Fleurs is flowers? Uh, probably well, Fleur de Lis is the like the saint symbol, the New Orleans saints. Okay. Oh. That's, well, that's what I was asking forever ago. I was like, why, where did you hear this from? We call that a Danny fact. <laughs> <laughs> just so but, you know. but why it came up is like, I should just try it in my dream. I don't know. Because it's not like I'm just like on a daily basis thinking about and writing Fleur de Lis. <laughs> like, I honestly, I had to look up how to spell it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I actually can understand that because most of your stuff is typed incorrectly anyway. So for you to type fleur de lis like correctly, but anyway, for whatever reason, the system is happy with this change and lets me finish the process of reserving reserving rooms. So just one lady is going to be reserved under fleur de lis and she's not going to know. Hey, uh, Linda, can I talk to you for a second over here in my cubicle? Um... When you check in, you're going to need to bring a passport or driver's license that the last name Fleur de Ease. <laughs> <laughs> a few days later, we all arrive in Anaheim and make our way to the hotel to get checked in. Out of a sense of obligation to my coworkers for being the one who made all the reservations, I elect to be the last one to check in so that I can ensure everyone else is able to get their hotel rooms without too much trouble. Well, brown noser. You're so, who am I I'm brown nosing so, to? Everybody, everybody, can I have your attention, please? I'll wait here at the back to make sure all of you can get in first because that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I take praise in many different ways. Says, however. <laughs> While I wait for my I can't co- help it that I was voted number one coolest coworker. Were you? I'm assuming so after all this work that I did. Well, I, I, I'm just saying, is this a spoiler alert? Because <laughs> I don't want to know yet. If you'll have to, you'll have to read and find out. If there's even a category of number one coolest, <laughs> coolest coworker. coworker. Who's the coolest guy that you don't want to say is a friend? Your co-worker, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) While I wait for my co-workers to go through their check-ins, I get a sense of dread as I remember that I had forgotten to get more cash out of the bank before I came to Anaheim. But no dread about Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Any minute in a nightmare scenario of her personal life. (laughs) I quickly reached into my back pocket, pulled out my wallet, and opened it up to see how much cash I had on hand. 
When I looked into my wallet, I could see that I only had $80 on me and felt that I may need more while I'm on this trip. Probably, especially (laughs) if you're going to Disneyland. It's expensive. I lean over to the hotel concierge and ask him if they have a pricing schedule for the ATM fees. He rummages through a few items behind his desk, then hands me a pamphlet-sized laminated sheet. On the sheet is a breakdown of the ATM fees. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, Trav, you and I both acted as concierge for quite a bit at our jobs. Were you ever asked for a breakdown of the ATM fees? Oh, excuse me, concierge. Oh, yes, sir. Do you have a breakdown of the ATM fees? Oh, uh, let me see here. Uh, there's uh, ROA rollover investment fees. Uh, there is... <laughs> oh, yes. Here they are. Third line down. ATM fees. Oh. Yeah, that means <laughs> Also, if you'd like a nice pizza joint, I can recommend a place because that's what I actually do. <laughs> This, so, was, uh, this was a fancy hotel. <laughs> they had everything. Did they have an ATM like right there too? Yeah, they had an ATM located in the. I would have been like uh, in the hotel. The hell do I look like? Just push the button; it'll tell you. <laughs> uh, well, it really depends. Your bank's gonna take their own. Too. I, mean, I can't tell you what that's gonna be. <laughs> so on the sheet is a breakdown of the ATM fees within the hotel. I can see that they charge. A 1% fee for the first $20, and then a compounded fee on top of that 1% for each additional 20 that you withdrew from the ATMs. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You're just added words. We got the idea. You didn't have to say that you withdrew from the ATM. I figured I'd need another $100 on, on, and slide my finger down... <laughs> the list to see what the fee would be on a $100 withdrawal. The fee would be $8.34. <laughs> These are the Wait, things he dreams. <laughs> is that math even check out, though? Because shouldn't that number be even? If it's 1% off of every 20, shouldn't it just be continuing to be in the even numbers of 20, 40, 60? No, because it's compounded, like, as in, like, exponentially. Not linearly. I, it's okay if you say, like, you don't know what he's talking about because I literally have no clue. <laughs> so linearly would be, your, word would be your 20, 40, 60, 80, right? Exponentially yeah. is the curve that, like, goes up faster and faster and faster. But why does it get... So ideally, if I was smart, I would do five separate $20 withdrawals and it only cost me a dollar. But if I were to do it all at once, it would cost me $8.34, according to their... Is that accurate math? Do you know? I don't... I mean, I don't know what the exponent was that they were using. They didn't disclose that on the pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm farting noise came the microphone. <laughs> I just can't... Like, your dreams are so, <laughs> so flipping weird. <laughs> If only, like, I will say this. I'll give this to everybody who listens to these. I've known Danny for years, and he's been doing these dreams for long before this podcast. So he is definitely not just yeah. making this yeah. up. Also, if you know him, you know that he can't make this stuff up when he's awake. Yeah, it's just <laughs> only when I'm unconscious. It's so weird, though. Like, I just imagine, like, you in your head actually 
in your dream doing math <laughs> in real time. And that's like part of it. And you're just summarizing it for us. Well, it's like in the dream that I had to listen to the other day, we're in my bedroom and you're like, we just, we hung out there for two hours. Cause you're like two hours later. And he's like, He's like, does, how does he know it was two hours? Like, I was like, was he literally just sitting in the room for two hours in his dream? Like, I was like, did you guys live an entire two-hour period that's not even mentioned in the dream? Because like, two hours, like, like a couple of hours of hanging and chatting. I'm like, what did you talk about? How do you know time passed? Even here, you're like, was it like a montage? Of just- <laughs> even here, you said I booked a hotel, and then a couple days later, we left. Did you live those days? <laughs> Were you at home doing something for like two days in your dream? I imagine it's like Inception. Like the deeper in Danny's dreams we get, the slower outside time is passing. So it's like Danny did. He lived a life. He lived a life in his dream. And he's just summarizing the important parts for us now. Uh, These guys have asked that question before. And the answer is yes. Sometimes I actually go through the mundane tasks in real time. And then other times it is more of like a montage or like, I just know that some time has passed. It's and I'll just, jump to something. It's, it's just known that it's been, <laughs> it's been three hours and 27 minutes. <laughs> okay. So the fee would be $8.34. I silently scoff at the ridiculous ATM rates that this place is charging and decide that I will do my best to survive on the $80 I have on me and only use their ATM if I absolutely had to. Shortly, that's just smart budgeting. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background, she's like, Linda Smith, I'm sure you can find me in the registry. <laughs> Linda Smith, well, I don't know where to stay if you don't have a room for me. <laughs> Danny's like, I should be okay with 80. Here he's supposed to be helping his co workers out. He's over worried about ATMs. He's over there doing, doing math. compound math. Some woman's being escorted off the property. <laughs> Linda Smith. Linda. It's Linda Smith. I don't know who Flor de Liari is. Whatever that name. Le- like, Flor de Liari. Like, lady, we don't have a Linda Smith. The only thing I have close here is Linda Flor de Lee. <laughs> and that is definitely like, I, that, nobody's going to even do a typo on that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can provide to me some valid identification with that last name. I can't. I, there's nothing you can it's do. not even close. <laughs> Go out and sleep with the other homeless people that hang out in Disneyland. <laughs> They're all over the benches. She's having her own personal nightmare. (laughs) So shortly after making my decision to stick with the cash I had on hand, I noticed that one of my coworkers seemed to be having trouble checking into her hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there she is. I walk over. It's funny. We just described this whole thing, and it's actually happening. I walk over to see what the problem was. When I reached the portion of the check-in desk she was standing at, I asked, what seems to be the problem? She lets me know that the hotel is telling her that they cannot find a record of her reservation and wouldn't be able to give her a room if they can't find it. Just then I remembered this was the coworker whom I had trouble getting the online reservation system to work for and asked the hotel employee if he would mind looking up the name Fleur de Lis. <laughs> Within seconds, the hotel employee responds with, Would you look at that? There it is. I explained to them what happened. 
with this system and how I was able to circumnavigate the issue by changing her last name to Fleur de Lis. I don't think that's circumnavigate. <laughs> the correct response would have been to call up them on the phone and explain the challenges of inputting a basic name like Smith into the system. <laughs> he doesn't think that way. <laughs> He's got to problem solve his own way. <laughs> also, I just like the way the the hotel checking guy sounds like he's from like the 1950s. <laughs> well, gee whiz, would you look at that? <laughs> there it is. Never before have my eyes beheld such a weird miracle. <laughs> I this too. We all have a good laugh and head back to the spot I was waiting at before. <laughs> like they just kind of throw their heads back and. <laughs> Take basic names. (laughs) (laughs) It was now time for the final few of us to get checked into the hotel as everyone else seemed to be taken care of at this point. As I made my way up to the front of the line, the woman behind the front desk looks at me and smiles. She says, well, isn't this your lucky day? We have run out of rooms on the upper floor, so I will be checking you into a suite on the bottom floor. You'll have to share the suite with a few of... (laughs) This is your lucky day? (laughs) I was already feeling... I was like, the bottom floor kind of... Yeah. (laughs) You'll have to share the suite with a few of your other coworkers, but it's plenty big, and I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. (laughs) Danny's response. Sweet! Is it really? <laughs> yes. Sweet. I, I, I thought to myself. I said sweet to the sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Sweet, I thought to myself. A suite in a brand new hotel seemed good to me that you're sharing with your coworkers. <laughs> On the bottom floor, too. I'm, yeah. I'm not being petty here. I don't know it's what. It's the worst place you're to getting, have. You're getting ripped. <laughs> you're probably like right next to the bar like all night. It's like... <laughs> You're like, it's my lucky day. <laughs> There's my coworkers sleeping naked. Here I am in the club room downstairs. What a lucky day it is for me. There's Dave from HR brushing his teeth without his pants on. It's my lucky day. <laughs> this is a horrible nightmare. Uh, a few minutes later, she hands me a key to suite number 17 and tells me that it is located that it is located the lower level and yeah there's a missing word but Trav always reads located it exactly the lower like level and <laughs> what that the monster. only way to get down there is to walk over to the bank of elevators and press on the lips of Marilyn Monroe <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> it's my lucky day. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, listen up carefully because it's a little tricky on how to get to your suite. I'm going to go down the hallway. You're going to press on the lips of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> That's going to reveal a secret panel. From there, you're going to enter a code 5757. A door will appear. The slat in the door will open up. There will be a big, giant, burly man who's going to ask for the code. The code is syphilis. Don't look him in the eye when you say it. He doesn't like to be looked in the eye. (laughs) Perhaps I should have clarified what she meant by that. Oh, okay. But reckoned that I would figure it out (laughs) once I got over there. So you were going to ask her, but you decided not. So I did recognize that this was strange. (laughs) 
but thought. Push on Marilyn Monroe's lips. Strange and. And yeah. also, are you just going to like, I mean, I guess we'll know, but are you just going to push it with your fingers or do you have to like lip to lip? <laughs> like what, how do you go about that? The handful uh, of us whom were going to share the suite all started making our way over to the bank of elevators to see our awesome new quarters. Wait, there's like four other employees who it's not their lucky day. They, <laughs> they have discovered that Danny, who so kindly volunteered to book everyone a room, has somehow managed to book all of them into the suit <laughs> together. Cause you know there's like one guy who's like, oh my gosh, you freaking serious? I don't have my own room. I gotta share it with ugh. <laughs> Gotta share with that guy that Ugh. those brown noses. How do we end up in this room? Well, at least it's a suite. It's Dan- on the bottom floor. <laughs> I have to do what to get in? Danny's there? all strolling up with his bags. He's like, "Do you hear the good news, guys?" <laughs> hey, bunk man. We're gonna be. <laughs> How awesome is this? Let's curl each other's hair and talk about who we like. I call top bunk. <laughs> so. Once we arrived at the elevators, one of my coworkers asked what floor we needed to go to. I told him that it was on the bottom floor, but the only way to get down there is to press on Marilyn Monroe's lips. What does that mean, he asks. We all started looking around for what this cryptic message could mean when another patron of the hotel... <laughs> whom was... You said the word whom about seven times. Okay. Whom was unaffiliated with us walked up and stood in front of a large 1950s style dot matrix looking mural on the wall between the edge of the bank of elevators and a gift shop. He reached up and pressed on Marilyn Monroe's, who was depicted on the mural, lips. There was, <laughs> there was parentheses. Marilyn, it should be Marilyn Monroe's lips, but instead, you should have said Marilyn Monroe's lips. Who was depicted on the mural? Uh, Instead of saying Marilyn Monroe's, who was depicted on the mural, <laughs> lips. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I never claimed to say this was my. my so there was point. a picture of Marilyn Monroe right there, and yeah. you guys didn't think that that was. The she lips said, you "Push on the push lips." On. <laughs> what well, could this cryptic message mean? It says, "Push on Marilyn Monroe's lips." Well, There's a giant photograph of Marilyn Monroe. What are we supposed to do? Push on her lips? I don't know. That seems too obvious. <laughs> no, it was just like, it wasn't obvious that she was there in the picture because it was like one of those like re- like retro looking, like I call that's why I call it dot matrix. I know that's not what you really call it, but like. Like an Andy Warhol sort of thing? Yeah. Is he do stuff like with dots? No. <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> He's all know. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like Andy Warhol does. Did he do the Campbell Soup? Campbell Soup, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he does that kind of stuff. No, it was like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was, the picture was there if you, like, stood back. It's a magic eye. But it's really just a series of dots that were (laughs) comprised to make the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys stand, like, way far back. So it's like the pixels of the photo. Kind of, yeah. All right. Okay. That's what the lady at the front desk was talking about, I thought. Marilyn's lips lit up after the gentleman pressed on them and a secret door on the surface of the mural opened up. <laughs> this yeah, must be it, I said. Secret door. Projected the secret door. How did you know? <laughs> it just felt like it was getting too easy. <laughs> 
to get to that room. Seriously, if a slat opens up and there's a burly man in this, I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> Thrilled that we had found the entrance we were seeking, we all scurried into the opening so that we could get to our suite faster. Frankly, I expected to end up on an elevator of some type, but instead we walked into a landing area that opened up into a fancy flight of stairs. The stairs were made of white, accented marble and had fluorescent lighting strung, stung through, <laughs> stung through the forward-facing portion of each step. It looked pretty cool. But these stairs were heading upward, and I knew that we needed to get to the bottom floor. I glanced up to trace where it would be that we would end up if we decided to climb this embankment. I could see that there was another landing area at the top of this flight and that appeared as if it allowed for a U-turn that would then lead to another <laughs> flight of stairs. This is the most difficult thing I've ever read. That headed downward. I can't even imagine in my mind what this looks like. <laughs> I'm like trying to track along and I'm like, okay, so there's like a flight okay. of stairs. So it doesn't help flights. that it is a giant run-on sentence. <laughs> that I <laughs> another flight of stairs is doing a U-turn or something. <laughs> I'm just imagining that Harry Potter hallway where stairs are like, <laughs> like automatically moving by themselves. It's going to be really easy to find your room. <laughs> so can you describe it, Trav? Like, do you get it? So you see the stairs that are going upward. Yeah. And then there's a landing at the top that heads over to some other stairs that go down. So, like yeah, a pyramid so of stairs? I look up at these like <clears throat> really miraculous marble stairs with lighting on it. It looks kind of cool. But then you go all the way up those flight of stairs and when I look at the top, I can see that there's people like walking down a hall that extends back back towards the direction that we just came from. Okay. And then disappears, but I'm I just assume that there's another flight of stairs that starts to descend there. At that point. Yeah. Okay. Large assumption. What's this story called again? <laughs> <laughs> remind let's remind the listeners what this one's called. It's a long road to points and prizes. Okay. So <laughs> So far, we're on the road. So I'm assuming when we get there, points and prizes at some point are going to come into this story. Sometimes they don't come in until like the last second, the last sentence, and you're like, I mean, the prize might just be getting to bunk with his coworkers. (laughs) Lucky day. He's just like, I did it this way so I can force them to be my friend. (laughs) I just know there's no way they'll vote me out of this room. Figuring that this must be the way I started, or this must be the way, needs to be a comma there, I started trudging my way up the steps one at a time. I complained to one of my co-workers who was walking up the stairs next to me. I'm fine walking up these stairs right now as I'm not that tired yet, but it's going to suck to walk up these stairs after we spend a whole day inside Disneyland and end up putting 10 plus miles on our feet. And he's going to look over at you and he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? None of this would have happened without you, you stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to suck? <laughs> Hanging out with you after the whole day at Disneyland when I just want to lay down in my room and watch Netflix and you're there on the bed. <laughs> I call Big Spoon. They, <laughs> they, of course, agree with me as we kept climbing up. Yeah, be like, yeah, that sucks, man. 
When we finally made our way to the top of this flight of stairs, I turned the corner to where I assumed another flight of stairs would be that would allow us to make our way down to the suite level. However, much to my shock, there was not a flight of stairs at all, but instead was a giant slide that had to be over a mile long and was decorated in a way that made it look like a city road. The slide was smooth. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. The slide was smooth to the touch, but was made to look like asphalt and had lines painted on it like lanes on a road. I could tell by watching the group of people in front of us that they were sending two people at a time down the slide as it made for a fun race-like competition. (laughs) I think the fact that when you were checking and they didn't mention the slide... It's probably a sign that you're going the wrong direction. If you get to the slide, you've gone too far. You're going to get to what looks like a street on a slide. Don't let it fool you. It's not a street. It's a competition that's happening. It's a different thing. Please don't go down that slide. This also explains why they painted the giant slide to look like a street. In my estimation... This makes our bodies the cars. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you owe that? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed appropriate. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I'm, I'm paired up with one of my coworkers, and when we are both ready, we push ourselves off and start gliding down the slide. At first, I have the lead, as my push-off must have been better than hers. But after a few seconds, I can see her slide past me to gain the lead. I'm not judging, as I'm no string bean myself, but this woman is a bit heavy set, and I reason that she has gained more momentum than me, because she's got a slight pound advantage. <laughs> Gee, why does everybody like you so much? <laughs> My coworkers call me the coolest coworker because I judge them by their weight when they beat me in competition. <laughs> you're only beating me because you're fat! Hey, Linda. You should have been like fat for your last name. Freaking Linda Fleur de Lis. <laughs> I then contort my body to be as aerodynamic as possible, which allows me to catch up and then surpass the girl and make it down to the bottom of the slide first, going away. <laughs> Bitch. Wow. <laughs> Dang, Danny. Mean. He didn't see that. He didn't say that, up. but. <laughs> I know, I figured he didn't say that. <laughs> See, but that was like a high stakes race, right? Now. Like, first I'm winning, and a then lot I'm of losing, and then I win. It was a real Mighty Ducks comeback. <laughs> I was very excited to see you take on the fat woman that you've booked into a hotel. <laughs> so she's losing in so many ways, not just the race. <laughs> Now that we have finally reached the bottom floor, we all take our bags and walk toward the area in which our suite is located. I can see that this level looks amazing, as it has all the rooms lined on the outer edge of the walls, but everything in the interior is a large playground slash park. The ceiling's down. That's like my nightmare, by the way. (laughs) Like, going to parks all the time. It's just, we go there a lot with my kids. And yeah, so, last thing I want is for my my <laughs> hotel room to look like one. To be right next with to With your co-workers. <laughs> the ceilings down here are hundreds of feet high. Hundreds of feet high. <laughs> How far was the slide? It was like over a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I've got good news for you. You're in our suite, which is basically a gymnasium. <laughs> 
and have special lighting and airflow systems installed to make it look and feel like you're outside. The toys on the playground are impressive to look at, and there are boardwalk twist boardwalks twisting and turning throughout the expanse that lead to various shops and restaurants. This is in your suite? No, this is like just on the floor. The suites oh. are lining the outside. Oh. You're in there <laughs> and you're like, hey, there's a pizza joint in here. <laughs> it's like Home Alone 2. Like Danny's like jumping on the bed. <laughs> I can get anything I want. There's a pizza place right there. <laughs> a few moments later, we walk up to our sweet door. Not not sweet S W E T, but sweet <laughs> like the sweet door, door, and I unlock it. We all walk in, drop off our bags, and take a look around. The suite itself is okay. Honestly, I would have expected more out of a place like this, but figure that I won't be in the room all that much anyway. We all then head out of the room. <laughs> you have to go make your trek back. That's like more than a mile. <laughs> We go, so do we just, like, is there an elevator? Like, you go back up the slope. <laughs> and it's slippery. Good luck. We all then get head a, out. Of get the a running start. Halfway up, he grabs Linda's leg and watches her slide <laughs> down. That'll teach you to try to beat me. No one, no one conquers me, your favorite coolest co-worker. <laughs> we all then head out and hit up the playground and have some fun before we have to attend the conference. If I was just ever with my coworkers, just grown people <laughs> just playing on a playground, and he's like going across the monkey bars. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine that? Hey guys, before we go out to Disneyland, let's go play at the little play park. But that's <laughs> Man, once on the playground, I start looking around for a fun activity to do. But then it hits me once again that I forgot something. I head back to the room and can see that I had forgotten to bring my toothbrush. Because that's what you need on the playground. Oh, well, I thought... I do need that on my trip. (laughs) I'll just have to buy... Oh, so you forgot it completely. Yeah. I thought you said you forgot it in your room. No, I like... Once on the playground, I started looking around for a fun activity to do. But then it hits me... Once again, that I forgot something, I head back to my room and can see. Oh, okay, and can see that I had forgotten my toothbrush. Okay, so it was like the scene again, Home Alone, where <clears throat> she's like, "Kevin," but it's like Danny being like, "Toothbrush." <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I forgot something. Like, Close the garage door. That was it. We left the garage door open. No, no, That's toothbrush. It. I didn't close the garage. <laughs> toothbrush. Oh well, I thought I'll just have to buy one somewhere out here. If this series of steps would have just happened once, it wouldn't have been so bad. But every time I set foot on the playground, I had the same awful feeling and then would head back to the room to see what else I was, what else it was I had forgotten. Oh, wait. So every time you came back out to the steps, you realized you forgot something new? Yeah. And then I was like, got to go back and check. And then I was like, oh, dang it. Hairbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Pants. Second pair of shoes. <laughs> Depends. Depends. <laughs> I don't digress. Each time I went back, the list got longer and longer. I didn't just forget my toothbrush, but also toothpaste, Q-tips, deodorant, pajamas, clothes for the conference, etc. What was in the suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. what did you take? <laughs> just opened and it's just like a little moth flew out. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> I packed an empty suitcase again. <laughs> Hey Liz, it's Danny. Yeah, is all my clothes still? Yeah, I know. They're on the bed. Gosh dang it! 
uh, it's not going to be easy to get them because i got to walk a mile up a slide. <laughs> no, room's okay. I'm shooting you with Doug. <laughs> Doug. Now I'm pretty bummed because I know that in order to replace all of this, I'm going to have to spend the majority of the $80 I had in my wallet. Karma. Karma, man. But not all of it, huh? You got some pretty good shopping deals going on, not having pants or clothes or Q-tips or deodorant. I'm thrifty. I head out of the room one last time in hopes that I can actually get some time to play on the playground. Just as I step out of the suite, a couple of the co-workers I was sharing the room with pulled up and were, and were dropped off by one of those cart vehicles you see driving people around in airports. Jealous, I asked them how they got a ride on the cart. One of my coworkers tells me that she had earned enough points to purchase a ride back to the room on a cart and had enough points there it is <laughs> left over to purchase a figurine. <laughs> <laughs> she then holds up a small plastic bunny rabbit and shows it to me. <laughs> Two O's. Uh, to me. Shows it to me. <laughs> How do you get points, I ask? Just go over to the other side of the playground, and there are tons of activities that you can do that earn you points that you can spend on various prizes. Oh, so you're at Circus Circus. (laughs) That's where you ended up. Due to my back-and-forth nature all afternoon, I had yet to venture to that side of the park. With an extra spring in my step at the prospect of winning some prizes, I make my way toward the area that my coworkers had just told me about. Unfortunately, on my way over to the point slash prize area, this is when I woke up. I told you it's going to be the last sentence. <laughs> it was. And it really, you hadn't actually never even gotten any points or prizes. <laughs> so it wasn't the long road to points and prizes. It was the long road to disappointment for me. This is a critical review of this dream. This is why we you would like people to go want. on and actually like <laughs> come up finish them endings. for us. Because... <laughs> He usually leaves us unsatisfied. <laughs> I'm guessing he's going to go there. He's going to get some points and earn the things he's missing from his suitcase. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, he'll find a toothbrush inside the prize thing, and he'll be like, I need 65 points for that. And then he'll go and find one of his coworkers to beat mercilessly at a game and take the points from. He will never go to Disneyland. Dave started winning me, but then I snapped his ankle with my foot. He was able to take the lead. Because Dave's fat and has diabetes. Everybody is. Everybody you work with is fat. Everybody's just... Hopefully, not from your actual work. Listens to these. How, I, if I was like actually one of your coworkers and I heard these like descriptions, I'd be like, "Is that me? What? Are you talking about me?" <laughs> First of all, some of my coworkers do listen to this. I'm sorry, you guys have to deal with this. And daily. second of all, this dream, just as a announcement, was nobody that I work with was actually in this dream. So it was just like all different <laughs> have coworkers. A disclaimer at the very beginning of this. Any person. No co workers that I currently work with are in this dream or were harmed. All of you are in excellent shape <laughs> and not fat. <laughs> also, Linda, you're great. Thanks for being here. Linda Le de Fleur. Linda Le de Fleur. <laughs> Fleur de Fleur. All right. Um, so, to end, uh, we just read a few things that uh, we like to throw in to dreammoods.com just to see what the meanings are. And uh, 
I don't know. We'll see if they actually make sense. But all right, if you're dreaming about Disneyland, so to dream that you are at Disneyland indicates that you need to take some time off. Especially that is were they like sponsored by Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> Just say this. Maybe. If you're dreaming about Disneyland, take some time off. Go to Disneyland. <laughs> you know what's a great place to stay? The happiest place on earth. <laughs> this post is brought to you by Disneyland. <laughs> Especially after all the hard work that you have been involved in. Known as the happiest place on earth, the dream may also suggest a lack of happiness in your life. Wait, why is this? This is making an assumption that we're working hard. Yes. We didn't say anything about that. We dreamed about Disneyland, not about working hard. You are looking for that happiness. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really, like, believe it, like, in most of this stuff because it can be so many meanings. And you're Some just, of them it, even have contradictory meanings. Oh, yeah. Hmm. We've, so if, we've found those before. If you dream about a fleur de lis, symbolizes spiritual power and control. Dream about that's cat. pretty evident by the way you treat your coworkers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the fact that you're constantly volunteering, quote unquote, to do things for them, like book them into your room. <laughs> you dream about cash, so to see money in your dream indicates that success and prosperity is within your reach. To dream you have no money indicates a fear of losing your place in the world. So you're kind of stuck right in between there because you had money, but you didn't have enough. <laughs> yeah, so. What about you were ATM worried you fees? didn't have it yet. If you dream about ATM fees. I actually looked it up and it wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, nobody has ever dreamed about ATM fees. <laughs> Especially not on a laminated <laughs> If you're dreaming chart. about laminated ATM fees, <laughs> are struggling with your self-worth. <laughs> well, to dream or to see Marilyn Monroe in your dream indicates that you need to be more open and expressive with your sexuality. So, take that for what so, it's worth. I'm working on it. I can only imagine what it means to press Marilyn Monroe's lips. Well, that brings me to the next word. Oh, snap. To see lips in your dream signifies sensuality, sex, love, and romance. On the other hand, stairs to dream that you are wait, walking. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go on the stairs. So, Danny needs to be more open about his sexuality, that he's with his coworkers. Sharing a room, <laughs> pressing the lips for sensuality. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I just wanted to make Got sure it. I was tracking all the details in order so I could know what to suggest to Danny. So stairs, to dream that you are walking up a flight of stairs, indicate that you are achieving a higher level of understanding. See, I'm just a good person. Or a slide, to dream that, uh, you are on a slide, indicates that you are experiencing some instability. In your waking life, you have lost your grip on a situation or relationship. There's just so, so many ups and downs <laughs> yes. between the meanings of all of these. You've gained a higher level of understanding. Also, your entire now, life I don't... is crumbling. <laughs> well, I felt pretty good about it until that last part. Now, I don't think this one should count because it's really the slide, but uh, to dream about a road. To see a road in your dream refers to your sense of direction and how you are pursuing your goals. I think if we combine those two, we say that he's losing his footing on the slide towards his goals of the road. Which he has none. Which I mean, you've, none. you've had various dreams that are saying that you need goals. So. <laughs> Can you just aspire to like, Every other just dream is anything. like, you need some goals. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like, they're putting this in, they're like, I really don't know what to talk about, like, like a road. Goals. Say, some, say something about goals. 
But we did that on the last 17 words. We, they need goals. I like to imagine <laughs> there's a real guy who responds to Danny when he puts in words. Like Danny types in road, and the guy's like, goals, get a job. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and like... <laughs> Just every time it's he puts on the it other out. end, <laughs> just some dude. <laughs> All right, we got two more. Uh, dream about a race, or that you are in a race represents your competitive spirit and how you tend to measure yourself against others. To dream that you win a race represents you full your full potential and your ability to achieve your goals. <laughs> This guy's just trying everything at this point. He's like, okay, 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 you okay, have goals. Just just <laughs> achieve them now. You Maybe. can do it. Look, look, whatever you want. Or <laughs> to dream about a playground. To dream that you are on a playground indicates your desires to escape from your daily responsibilities. Well, I can see that. Yeah, that one makes sense. But all right, there we so, have it. So one out of the list made sense. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it didn't really make sense in the context of your dream because you were with your coworkers on the playground. But so you weren't really escaping your daily grind. That's true. <laughs> You're like bringing your daily grind to, to the escape. escape. <laughs> I don't want to do this alone, so <laughs> you guys want to just tag along and be a lot of fun to have you guys here with me as I try to escape the daily grind. <laughs> they, your, your real coworkers should be flattered by that, <laughs> that you want them. The fake versions of that to come with you <laughs> to this place. So or should it, they not be flattered because you literally had to make up coworkers that you would also. be that you would rather <laughs> spend your time that's with? <laughs> that's true. They're probably a little bit offended. They're like, uh, "Am I not good enough for your subconscious <laughs> to at least bring, like you don't even have to work that hard to get me in your dream because I'm a real person? These other people, your mind had to work on overtime you to create these people. Had to invent a person from scratch, <laughs> like many people, Linda, it's Fleur de Lis, Doug." <laughs> It's probably like what you were doing during the two days you had off <laughs> in between booking the rooms and, and traveling doing. there. You were like creating all your coworkers. <laughs> but okay, there you go, everybody. It's a long road to points and prizes. That <laughs> never happened. There's so many other names you could have given this. He is the worst, Adam. There's so like, many other names. The one that I just posted last week was Volcan. Oh. No. It was the one that your teacher, what's it? Oh, the Lucy in the Sky with yeah, Diamonds. Yeah, he called it Lucy two. in the Sky with Diamonds Part 2, which Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is just basically what he goes to is when he says that it's so kind of messed up that he's like on LSD. And I, he was a substitute teacher. So the thing I posted was a, it was like the substitute. Yeah. It was like, this could be like <laughs> the crazy hotel. Yeah. <laughs> or like, Marilyn Monroe's lips. <laughs> or a slippery slope. A slippery slope. That's good. A slippery slope to points and prizes. It doesn't have to be points and prizes. <laughs> points and prizes are very minimal. It could have been things I forgot. Because part of the was just you listing things that weren't in your suitcase. You could have literally just said Marilyn Monroe's lips. I mean, that would have had that would have had more heft to it than it would have been very enticing. Like, oh, it's like, what, we're getting something a little oh, sensual. A little risque. And then it'd just be like, okay, you're gonna have to push Marilyn Monroe's lips to get access to your room. You're gonna have to head down a slide. It's a mile long. Go past a park. Oh, did I mention points and prizes? Because our hotel's full of them. Lots of ways to earn things like statuettes and dolls. You forgot your toothbrush? No worries. You can play 
whack-a-mole to get one. <laughs> oodles of toothbrushes here. <laughs> Too tired to walk back to your room. <laughs> if you have enough points, you can get on the cart. You know, it's crazy. We could probably fill that mile-long slide with countless rooms to give everybody <laughs> space to make money, but what seemed like a good business opportunity was to make it super inconvenient <laughs> for you to get to your suite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait. So before we go, I'm just going to throw this out there. When Danny and I took a creative writing class together, we he was like still doing like naming conventions like this and we had to do what was it? What was it Danny that we did? We did like we had to write a poem. It was just some poem we had to write. And Danny wrote his poem to the lyrics of American Pie. American Pie. Oh. We talked about this like did on you? the previous episode. Yeah, and we have. Like I'll tell you from being there, he wrote, rather than just being like, okay, I'm going to take a few of the verses and write this. He was like, I need to match up word for word every verse. <laughs> and so he wrote and he got up and sang it. And American Pie is like a really long song. It's like eight like minutes. minutes and so like, he like started, we're like in the class and she's like, who wants to go? And Danny like raises his hand or whatever, and stands up and then proceeds to talk for like eight minutes, <laughs> like recounting verse after verse after verse of American Pie requoted <laughs> I don't remember what you named it but I just remember like the whole time kind of I like sat right next to Danny and we were kind of known as being two people who knew each other and I was sort of like I really wish nobody knew that I knew <laughs> because he's been going for about seven minutes now with this weird weird poem no I told the story about that other girl that was in our class that was like she was a little strange and she went right before me and her whole thing was just like naming random words. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. She was just like checkers, chair, truck, whatever. Just like yeah. all these random words. And she was then, a very like beat poet type of poet. Yeah, like into haikus. Yeah, not even and so. Haikus. It was just <laughs> we random lucky words. To get a haiku. It was yeah. like plugs, <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Are you just naming things you're seeing? <laughs> She's like an escaped convict in like a shop. What's your name there? Uh, plug headphone. <laughs> so uh, men's yeah. room. So she you're went there right before. Frog. <laughs> she you went right before me, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was just what was that? that was just words, <laughs> literally, just random words." So and Danny's like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> So then I went up, and yes, it is a long song. So it was very long. And like, just like only halfway through mine, she's like, oh, God, this is so long. <laughs> and I'm like, you want to talk, word girl? <laughs> I forgot. I actually forgot all about her, but that did happen. <laughs> I forgot about her beat poetry. <laughs> that was the weirdest class I ever took in my entire life, just about. And so, Wait, and it, the the teacher was pretty eccentric. No, she was very eccentric. Yeah. She was very much like a writer's writer type of person. She's very, what's the word, hippie-ish. I mean, I like give you a hard time, but mine wasn't much better. I stood up and like, I just, I took Beatles songs and just turned them into a poem. And then I sat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I technically didn't write anything. I just put together other words into a sentence. Yesterday, I met Lucy in the sky. She had diamonds. We walked down Abbey Road. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Plugs and, and, and microphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening into this dream episode. 
Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Trav, for joining us. Reoccurring guest star. Great if uh, you could be on here all the time. It would be. You had to patch me in from Seattle. I know. We got to figure that out. We're going to figure it out. That or. Can you just have that giant corporation you work for just fly you out here every Thursday? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're known for, is flying employees around. <laughs> just tell them that you want to go prime. What I'll do is just put myself in a box once a week and, and you guys prime. just order it. Yeah, Because yeah. I actually work right in the factory. The guy next to me loads the boxes and ships them out. <laughs> it's a very small company. <laughs> So I'm often asked to help with things like that. We like to order a Trav. <laughs> when again. I first got the job, people were like, do you like, are you around where they pack the boxes? I'm like, no, I'm not around where they pack the boxes. <laughs> Have you seen the building? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like buildings? But I could see, many of them. I can see us ordering like a Trav Mydell on Amazon every week, <laughs> but we have to make sure we order it like on Tuesday because we can get the two day shipping. And there's like one review, and it's like two stars from one of you guys. I'm like, <laughs> what a bunch of, I got it. It wasn't what I expected. <laughs> it's broken. I ordered a Trav Mydell, and I got like a Travis or something. I don't know. <laughs> got out, got all high and mighty about my poems. <laughs> <laughs> Two stars. But I can see, like, we do that, and then, like, four or five weeks later, like, we're doing our daily Tuesday order of Trav Medell. It's like, uh, it's back order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can expect to get this in four to six weeks. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> taking a long trip through China. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to finish any of our dreams, uh, just go to our website, QCodePodcast.com, and uh, you can find them there. And uh, go ahead and click on them. You can put in our – there's a comment section. And uh, just go ahead and do that or visit us on uh, our various social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at QCodePodcast. And, of course, don't forget to leave us some stars. We like those. And thanks again, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>